access all the available investments that they would have with a particular sponsor. And uh, they can update their information, add their bank account. Um, they can invest in real estate deals and sign documents through the tool and see their portfolio and how it's continuing to grow. Think of like a TD Ameritrade account or a Charles Schwab account, but specific to the real estate investment professional you're working with. I could not thank you enough for tuning in every week with me on The Dwelling Show. We've been doing this for more than two years now, actually. Um, this is um, when the 200s now about the episode of the show. I just want to take this time out to really thank you so much, but also to remind you that if you're not on the dwelling deal list, make sure you sign up so you don't miss out on deals. Actually, we, we have a deal on the contract right now. So for these kinds of deals to learn more about what, what we're doing, to learn about how we structure deals, feel free to go on the website dwelling.com or investwithola.com and you would see um, a pop-up box or just drop um, your email in the contact us um, form and we'll reach out to you so you'll get plugged in with what we're doing again i really appreciate you for tuning in every week sometimes i feel like nobody is listening on the other side until i get emails or dms from you on instagram or facebook and saying thank you for you know spitting out content every week um, it's a ton of work but i'm so glad to do it and it's my honor to deliver value every week um to you um, our listeners thank you so much thank you so much for joining us on the dwelling show i'm your host all the dancers. I've actually got a good friend of mine today um, with us. Um, he's the CEO of Groundbreaker. We've met um, a couple of times. Um, so I'm so happy to have you here, Jake. How are you doing? Hey, all that good, good to be here. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So for those who don't know who you are, um, can you kind of tell us who you are, what you do, and kind of what you've been up to lately, actually? Yeah, thank you. So I'm the founder and CEO of Groundbreaker. Uh, I basically started my real estate investment career working at a REIT underwriting distressed hotels. And when I was there, uh, I thought that my job totally sucked because all I was doing was managing spreadsheets and documents in an internal server. And I felt like the work was very administrative and inefficient. So that's what seeded the idea behind Groundbreaker, which is uh, the easiest to use investment management and investor portal system on the market. Um, it's affordable and it helps real estate syndicators get out of the, uh, the bottlenecks and the, the administrative workflow that it takes to raise money and manage investors. And uh, as we've been in the market, continuing to develop our software and working with customers, we've heard that there's a lot other, of other services that they need. So we're looking to continue to evolve and be a holistic solution that helps customers end to end to be able to grow and scale their business. I love it. And the name I've always told you, um, groundbreaker. That's a really, really, <laughs> you gotta be ambitious, you know, yeah, at the beginning. I, I, I love it. I love it. So yeah, I mean, let's kind of, um, get into kind of the, the features and crux of the, of the, of the two. So we were talking, you know, before we hit record here, like, what would you say kind of like, I mean, if you could kind of wave a magic wand, um, um, first, before we actually get into that, can you just kind of tell us what, you know, an investor management software is, 
for someone, if this is the first time um, listening to a podcast, you know, about multifamily. So just kind of walk us through layman's term, um, what, what that system does. So the system has two sides to it. One is for investors who are putting their money into real estate deals. And the other side is for the operator or the sponsor, someone like you. And what it does is for the investor, it provides a secure way for them to log in and access all the available investments that they would have with a particular sponsor. And uh, they can update their information, add their bank account. Um, they can invest in real estate deals and sign documents through the tool and see their portfolio and how it's continuing to grow. Think of like a TD Ameritrade account or a Charles Schwab account, but specific to the real estate investment professional you're working with. And then for the real estate investment professional or operator sponsor, it's a system that helps them manage fundraising for their real estate deals, investor relations, understanding their investments, reporting to their investors, and being able to calculate and send out payments to investors. So I, I want to go back a little bit. So you said you were working for a big REIT, you were working with spreadsheets. So you decided, hey, there's got to be a better way. You started building this, this system software. And now you've built it, you're the final CEO, you've been doing this for quite some time now. Um, if you were to go back in time, what would you do differently, right? And the reason I'm asking, I'm gonna be asking some of these questions is as, as founder CEO myself as well, just like you, we don't talk enough about kind of like the challenges. Obviously we've got the high days, low days. So I wanna kind of touch on that as well. So if you had to go back in time, knowing what you know now, what would you do differently? So the thing that we learned as we found out in building the software um, was that there's actually a very wide array of real estate investment professionals in the market, uh, from institutional to uh, different types of uh, deal structures and um, forms of capital and different asset classes, property types, it, it just ranges so much. And that makes it very hard to develop software unless you really know your customer. So what I would have done differently in retrospect would be to very tightly define the customer segment that we're going after so that we can build you know, the most uh, simple, product from the start specifically specifically for that customer type and then once doing that expand out okay good answer good answer so so now that you know what you know how are you trying to mitigate that now that you're in the midst of that <laughs> of you know that situation i'm just kind of curious i i think it's a yeah it's a head it's it's a head scratcher right there but yeah like what, what are your thoughts now that you're in that situation well we have accommodated that shift um for the most part by doing a replatform of our software and just 
trying to really simplify it down to that core customer segment that we now serve and focus on. Um, and then it, as we continue to look at where we are, we're thinking, hey, what other, you know, what other problems can we solve? How can we make this better for that customer? So, um, you know, one of the things that we do at Groundbreaker really well is we, we, we're, we're very hands-on with customers and we listen very carefully to them uh, and engage them on a regular basis so that we can keep up to date with their business and their needs. And just by keeping that dialogue going, we're figuring out what are the next things that we can really solve, not just on the product, but the overall service. So let me ask you this. At this point um, in your journey as, as you know, founder CEO, um, how, how much runway do you think you have um, in terms of, you know, product features for this particular software? Do you think you want to kind of build it out a little bit more or do you think you want to kind of stay with this niche that you've crafted out? I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, the, the investor portal and investment management technology that um, we develop, you know, you can look at it from two different lenses. Um, some companies develop everything in-house and don't integrate with other software tools on the market. And some companies see the integrations as a key component to their business because they find that there are best-in-class services that are out there. Um, and and we, we have that perspective too. So we're going to continue to develop our technology for years to come, but uh, we're going to also leverage other technology that's out there in the space that, that people, you know, have learned to use and, and, and love for their business um, so that it continues to be uh, like we get the work product of other businesses that are constantly innovating too, and then bring that to our product. So not all of the burden uh, is on us. So what would be kind of like your, your view of like the landscape right now? I mean, we're talking about that before we hit record. Um, you know, I don't know if you want to use competitors' names or not. That's totally up to you. But, you know, what are your thoughts on kind of the general um, investor management software, you know, landscape right now? Yeah, so I think that um, it's, it, it, it's, it's converging. There's many different portals out there that do more or less the same thing. Uh, they're in similar price brackets, similar service. Uh, you know, we, we, we differentiate on ease of use and customer service, which are really hard things to, to replicate. Um, but features are easy to build and pricing is, is, is pricing. So there's a lot of that similarity out there in the market right now. Um, but I think that these systems are only really tackling one part of this, you know, they're tackling multiple parts of the problem, but they're kind of uh, existing in their, in their own way. Uh, they don't really integrate very well across other workflows that real estate deal sponsors need to get done. And so we're looking at that as a problem and thinking, how can we 
fit into other workflows or even expand the use cases of Groundbreaker to engage different real estate professionals to help our clients get further faster. I like that. Um, so when you say, you know, I mean, how far are you getting? Are you, are you talking about, I mean, how far from the end to end process are you talking about? Oh, I don't know <laughs> if this is like um, intellectual property yet, but I mean, let me know if it is. Yeah, there's some of the stuff that I don't want to reveal too too hard on uh, a public podcast or anything, but I will say that um, the you know just analyzing like what are the big problems that people are dealing with uh, that you know that 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 need to be solved, like focusing on the biggest problem. Um, I think one of the biggest like the three big problems are deal flow, uh, access to capital, and expertise. If you just boil it down to those three things, uh, Groundbreaker is providing, um, in a way, we're providing the expertise and we're also providing the access to capital. Our clients are providing the deal flow. So if we can go and do you know, more of the expertise and even more of the access to capital, uh, then that is you know, another expansion of our, of our value and more tightly solve that problem. Um, by integrating best-in-class services into the software. Uh, the next one would be even getting involved in deal flow. Um, there's, you know, where is that fragmented deal flow currently going? And how do you make it so that it's easier to obtain and then roll it into the rest of the process that has to take place, such as getting the documents ready, uh, you know, closing on the deal, putting it through a syndication process and then, you know, go from the beginning to the end. Uh, we're never, we're, we're not looking to be a property management software or an accounting software though. I can tell you that. Okay. That's good to know. Um, <laughs> yeah. we, we can keep talking, but we're definitely, definitely dwelling into the quick rounds. These are going to be quick questions, quick answers. You ready, sir? Yes, sir. What was, um, so what would you say is the most unique thing about you? What is that thing that separates you from the next girl or the next guy? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I speak uh, Portuguese and Spanish and have lived in five different countries. So. Habla español, pero un poquito. Muy bien. Next question. Next question. <laughs> what was the last book that you read? Um, and what was the one thing you picked up from that book? Uh, okay. I read, uh, I read the cold start problem. Um, and the, yeah, the thing that I picked up was that software, the software industry is, um, the, I think the most interesting thing of the next, of the next decade is, is going to be, uh, network effects and software. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Final question. What do you do for fun? I like playing soccer, uh, rock climbing, going biking. I'm a pretty active guy, so any outdoor sports. Makes sense as well. Okay. Jake, really appreciate you. Um, thank you for coming on the show and kind of sharing your, your insight. A bit of a different podcast topic, but really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ola.